Captain's Log number N43-259. In our expedition today, we found records of Hero's journey through the galaxy bound to a destiny only the strong can burden. This is how their story unfolds. Hello and welcome to Celestial Expanse, a real play D&D podcast set in the Celestial Expanse universe. My name is Jason, and I will be playing everyone's favorite heretic elf, Theron. In tonight's episode, you'll witness much chicanery, tomfoolery, ballyhoo-hoo, and if you're lucky, maybe even some skullduggery. But now, I want to introduce the Prime Minister of Sinister, the former of forty hitting Skyward, the numero uno of rolling numero uno, Matthew. How are you, Matthew? Pretty good. How's it going? It is going okay. Ben, playing Rel. How are you, Ben? All right. Boston, playing our favorite shrub, Juniper. How are you, Boston? Old. Why is everything so expensive, Boston? Because a lot. Okay. Clarence, playing the kind and generous Martle. How are you, Clarence? I'm good. Natalia, playing Z. How are you, Natalia? I'm all right. How are you, Jason? I am okay, Back to you, Matt. All right. So does anybody remember what happened last time? Actually, a lot happened. I'm going to jump to the notes. Oh, okay. yeah. Now I'm remembering. Okay. Uh, we made all these billion jumps. <laughs> and me. we made it to the sun we were headed to, but something overheated and they need time to fix it. Rel has a vision. Well, has before, a... before I had the vision, uh, there was we saw a planet come out of the sun. Yeah, and then we had a we went to the boardroom. We had a meeting. The ward war room. We sang the campfire song. song. <laughs> it's never ending. Okay, and so we went up there. Then I had a vision. And you got all possessed. Mm -hmm. And um, everyone suddenly realized that Rel was super hot. <laughs> oh my no. God, he's so hot. <laughs> no, no. We're using what Clarence put in. And it was Toasty TM. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so things happen with Rel. We need mm -hmm. your help. But we don't know that. No, Rel, Rel told everyone. Okay, so we yeah, had a vision. it was all through like com, pretty much. Yeah, brand used Rel as a com. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh, oh that's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I need you to help Brandon me. Just said like, help me, help me, help me, and then yeah, I actually had a conversation with Rel. Yes. Okay, and so. then Ren, Rel explained that we need to go to that planet that just came out of the sun because uh, there's a temple there that uh, Barnabas did something to it. And trapped Brand in the sun. Right. Mm hmm Because Barnabas always fucks shit up. And we had determined that the spacesuits would or would not work on the planet. Would, right? Would. Would. Right? Yes. Okay. On, on yep. the dark side. <laughs> yes. And then Makes sense. Z and Martle have a discussion. Uh drama, trademark. And they leave, and I'm like still there because I said something kind of shitty, and I can't remember. I typical Theron. I think I said something about like parents, and her parents were dead or something. It was bad. 
Uh, yeah, there had been a discussion about whether J- Juniper had talked to her dead parents, and uh, and yeah. Theron had turned to Z and gone, I mean, everybody, and she's just throwing him daggers. <laughs> right. So I put my arm around uh, uh, Juniper in a, you know, in a totally helpful, calming manner, which was about as helpful as saying, calm down to an angry person, because that always calms them down. Mm-hmm. Just or don't be anxious down. if you're anxious. Uh-huh. <laughs> Always works. And and so we were left in the room, and then her Atlas made noise. And oh yeah, I picked a pocket, opened a box, got the thing out. It, it was helped, like an important piece. Important piece to Atlas. It turned on and started making noise, and I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" And she's like, "Uh, nothing." Right. A smoothie. A smoothie. <laughs> yeah, that's where we left off with me going. You've been mad about me keeping secrets. Yeah, and that's where we're um, starting back up, like with uh, the awkward moment of Juniper holding the box with Atlas's uh, um, software just calling out, like, "Hey, we can use this." And Theron calling out Juniper a liar. So. What's the story with what is that thing? Uh she just like looks like pale and not sure what to say. Like as if silence is the answer to not say anything. So or left for a bit. And it would have a name then? Yes, Atlas. Okay. Is that Atlas? And then the hands go in the face. Indeed. I'll- it it is good to see you again. And how long have you been operational, Atlas? Uh, my programming is slightly defunct because the, the first time I died. Uh, so I believe at least nine months. Oh, nine months. You could have a baby in nine months. Did you know that, Juniper? No response. Huh. Atlas, what have you guys been up to? We are trying to rebuild my body. I was oh. forced to sacrifice myself to save Juniper when we were reactivating the catalyst. Oh, yeah. And how long have you guys been working on that? They're off button. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alice is just in your nid. There's no off button. Just, just hit the mute button. <laughs> She's like trying to find the volume. <laughs> uh, give me a perception check because you are a bit frazzled here. Seven. Oh dear. <laughs> ah, the curse of the seven has been passed. The volume yes. <laughs> It's like it's... we have we have been working on my new body since she came back to the Normangander. So for a very long time, and then that's when, like in mid sentence of that, that's when Juniper finally shuts off the button. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm I'm smiling and I reach over and I I uh, kind of cuff so I, you know pat her on the shoulder and I say I'm glad he sacrificed himself for you and uh, I just kind of smile and shake my head and walk away. Just the look of guilt on her face. <laughs> I'm just going to gather up my stuff and scurry off to my room, just like pale faced, like. Stress is all can be. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, Rel, what are you doing? Uh, what the hell were they doing before? I don't well, know. You were in the room, and we, we heard all about that, and then the episode kind of ended. Yeah, um, Martel and Z were in the war room having their discussion. Rel, I think you just left trying to get ready for the drop. Oh, yeah, that's right. So... Yeah, Rel is like uh, just trying to like go over. Like, are we able to like scan the planet? Can we, like, have we? Um, to remember what we did last? Did we get an idea of like where the temple is located? Um, Jormungandr was able to show you like the best way of how to get down there. In oh, that's right. How he showed like a like a, a course um, designation for you for your, one of the drop ships. Okay, then Rel is probably uh, just going over the uh, plan over and over again in his head, or mm -hmm. maybe out loud, or like. I want to. Can I get up to Rel? Uh, sure. Rel. Uh... Uh, so what are we doing here? Okay, so first, uh, we're going to be dropping here, and he, like, holds up uh, his nid where he's got, like, a picture of the planet we're going. And what, uh, what ship are we taking to, to uh, ingress? Uh, Jormungandr, what ship are we going to take to, uh, down to the planet? Well, the ship that you borrowed from Lelia is still in repair, so you will have to borrow one of the Marines' dropships. Oh. Hey, Rel. We don't have to take Havoc pods this time. That's good. It would be hard to get back if we did. Yeah, exactly. That's what Jormageta responds like, yes, I was originally going to recommend that, but then I forgot how... I then remembered how badly you human how hum, like humanoids such as yourselves deal with heat all right so we're going to bring down a marine ship to the planet then yes. what uh we're going to make our way to the temple we're going to go inside the temple mm -hmm. and then we're going to undo uh what barnabas did to the temple and that will free the god from the sun so we're going to undo what one god did to another god. Uh, yeah, yes. Perfect. I thought this one was going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Rel was like looking very like confident, like, yeah, you know, we got this. And then as soon as you said, he's like, oh, no. <laughs> We've Anxiety. We've dealt with the gods before, Rel. I think we got this one. Besides, Marl's back captaining. What could go wrong? I think that's when you just hear the collective groan from, like, in your mind. Is like, I can't believe he just said that. You know, you're not supposed to say the whole, what could go wrong? <laughs> no, you're supposed to say, this is going to be, not supposed to say, this is going to be fine, or we're in the clear now. That's what mm. you never say. No, I've got a bad feeling about this. That's uh, what you're supposed to say. 
<laughs> That's not copyrighted, is it? <laughs> no. 30 seconds of sound, man. 30 seconds of sound. <laughs> okay, good enough. Um, what is Martel doing at this time other than just anxiety? Um, Because I'm pretty sure everybody's anxiety right now. <laughs> uh, I think that Martel would go to her room and after a brief moment just kind of say, Jormungandr. Um, you s see the hollow projector po come to life, and you see the chibi Yormagander just kind of like appear on your desk. It's like, yes, Captain. How stupid do you think it would be for me to do what we've done in the past to try to talk to Brand? Oh, you mean the one where you literally opened your mind up to the cosmos and allowed Lilith into your mind? Yes, that one. Um, how have a scale you want me to use? I don't know. I would say infinity, stupid. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking as well. <laughs> I believe at this time, it might be best to just go in and go out. Maybe not let, try not to talk with gods at the moment. I mean, granted, I am a god, but I'm also stuck in a ship. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't like the idea of going in blind. Well, I did show you the, the topography of the planet. Uh, it is going to be very warm, even with your uh, genetic makeup as a tiefling. It's still going to be very warm. It might seem like a nice like summer day to you, but I worry for the rest of the crew. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not expecting it to be easy. That's why I will say once again, do this as fast as possible. Oh, trust me. I will try to get us to. I will say, though, like, I tried to scan the temple um, further in, but... Damn it, Jason. I am already hot. I'll be fine. <sighs> <clears throat> Anyway, um, moving on, uh, he says, like, I did try to scan further down into the temple, but it seems like I can only read the first level of the temple. It does have an underground level, but the sensors went into disarray because there was very high thermal gradients coming off of it. Right. So your help won't go all the way down. I'm afraid not. And I we already discussed this, but I don't think it'd be a good idea to bring the witness in with you. Yeah, no, I agree. I do not want to clean out Melted Gnome. Hmm. Yeah, that would be bad. So all I can say, being the resident god around here, it seems like I'm the only one that can give advice. Just be careful. Try to stay cool. And if you think you're in trouble, have Juniper teleport you all. I will. I'm going to keep my crew safe. And Juno would be very proud of you to have to have you as a as a paladin. Well, if we ever find him. Yeah, I was going to say it'd be great if he could actually tell me that himself. Yeah, he's always a recluse. That's that's always been his problem. Uh, always trying to find the his thing was always trying to find the most worthy of oh, the humanoids for 
his oaths, but his uh, criteria was very high. I know that you're trying to be comforting or reassuring, but that's just a lot more pressure, and I... If I have any more pressure, I am going to collapse. Mm, very well. I suppose I need more practice in this whole... What is it? Uh, Pick-me-ups or... Put her there. Well, pet. Yes, yes. You, you mortals have the heart, have the weirdest ways of helping with that. I still need to learn. Honestly, I think you're not the only one. I could probably benefit as well. Hmm. Well, all I can say now, Captain, is I suggest you and the rest of the crew get ready. Yes. We will. Is there anything I can do for you before I log off? No. No, I don't think so. Very well. Good luck on your mission. And you see him just kind of phase out and the hologram projector just goes back into the wall. And Z, what are you doing? So, um, after having an emotional conversation with the captain, um, reinstated. Uh, I think Z would have uh, be in the middle of walking various halls and calming down. Uh, and I think she would get uh, a feeling, like kind of a calmed, assured feeling and a gut feeling that she should see Lelia. Um, so her path would divert to Lelia's room. Okay. Um, the doors close, but when you, uh, like, chime in, um, you hear, Hello? Uh, hi, it's, it's, it's Z. Oh, hey, Z, uh, come on in. Uh, ah, uh, cool. Uh, I assume hydraulic yeah. doors. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Z kind of like sheepishly walks in, not really looking at Lelia, more looking around the room. Um, and then I think slowly she would, uh, kind of bring her eyes over to survey Lelia. Z has very much been avoiding looking seriously at Lelia, mm -hmm. so. Uh, could you set the scene for me in terms of what Lelia currently looks like? Um, it's been a while since I had to do that. Let me get to my notes. One moment, please. Let's see. Here we go. Um, she's just um slightly taller than mortal, so um you still have to look up to her like any other tiefling. Um, what's mortal's um current? Skin color, like as a tiefling? It is a very light pink. Okay. That's kind of what um, Lelia has. Uh, maybe slightly darker. Um, you see a few blemishes here and there. Um, especially now, because you saw her just come out of the shower with a towel and and all that. Like, she was... You can kind of tell when you heard her. Like, yeah, like she was busy. And she has let her hair get a little long now. Um, 
you also see a few tattoos on her like they look like to be pirate tattoos and uh she i wouldn't say thin it's more of like more of like she hasn't as much meat on her as what she used to um because her like dealing with the radiation sickness just getting over that and the whole you know half starving with the rest of the crew um but other than that she seems to have a pep in her step a little bit and she's like uh give me one second i need to get some clothes on will you be all right just sitting here sorry didn't actually unmute thought i did um (laughs) yeah as soon as z would have seen that she was out in a towel i mean i assume her perception would have caught all that others too but she would have spun around and been like oh uh, yeah, uh, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Um, would you like me to stand outside until you are prepared? No, you're fine. I'll just go into my room. Just wait here in the living room. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. She doesn't move. She continues staring at whatever wall <laughs> is in front of her. Um, when she goes in and closes the door, she kind of you can tell that she left a bit of a creak into the door so she can uh, she yells out and is like, so what can I do for you, Z? It's kind of been a while since we talked. Yeah, there was a <clears throat> there was a lot going on. Um, I just wanted to come by and um, uh, see, see you, I suppose, and uh, make sure you were well. Make sure that um, you know, I don't I don't um, <laughs> Excuse me, and she walks out. <laughs> um, you um, when you run out, or she you, goes to walk out. Uh, when you run out, you kind of see her is like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, if you need anything, just let me know. You got my nid. So I think she would get to the door, and um, she'd stop and turn around and go. I'm really glad you're okay. Um, and look her like straight in the eyes and then do like a little short bow and then turn and leave. Uh, thanks. Uh, maybe we'll have a drink sometime. Catch up on some things. Uh, I think that she would be gone by that point. Zoom. Super speed. Z has the zoomies. Z has the zoomies. All right, so... I'm assuming around this time you're all like meeting in the in the launch bay, launching bay of Normagander, or are you trying to get things ready? Everybody, were you like, did everyone get on the same page that we're leaving? Unless somebody like said otherwise. I didn't know yeah. if we like discussed like yeah we're leaving mm-hmm. soon and like the mm-hmm. yeah it was it yeah it was mentioned in the meeting like it's best to do it as soon as possible because. You gotta wait like twelve hours if you let the if you wait till the temple is like in the sunlight because there's no way the ship that you're gonna go in or your void suits are gonna be able to handle the temperatures on when it's on the day side of the planet. So Juniper will probably just hold off on working on Atlas then. And he's like constantly like messaging you, like trying to see when you're gonna fix the make his new body and that kind of stuff. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going. Hey, with that. 
Because <laughs> I would assume it would take some time. Yeah. They don't have right now. Oh, no. Did I just have Atlas turn into the annoying fairy from uh, Majora's Mask? I mean, Ocarina of Time? Yeah. Those two were on the same system, okay? Majora's Mask had a different fairy who was slightly less annoying. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, if I'm assuming correctly, you're all just waiting at the this dropship because the one that you originally were on, the nicer, bigger one, its thrusters are like been put to shit. Sorry. So, is the entire crew there, or I'm guessing? Um, I don't know what everybody's doing at the moment. Like, are you all going straight to this? Like, or are you gonna like do some prep time? I mean, because Z was walking away from Lilia's room, mm -hmm. so she would not be on this dropship unless she was called to it. Mm -hmm. Martel would have let the entire crew know that um, the plan was to get down onto the sun or onto the planet as soon as possible. Who are we set to meet at the dropship? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would just go get my my kit and you know everything I have and head that way. Mm hmm. Probably stay with around Rel, you know. Wait for him to get his stuff. Because <laughs> Rel has a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, if he needed to get stuff. So yeah, after everybody like takes the time to get their kit, their their void suit on, and you're all in the launching bay, uh, you see the uh, the Marine dropship ahead of you. You also see Jax like. I'm standing there is like and looks to you Martel's like Captain um <clears throat> I know you know what you're doing or plan to do but I have to ask please bring this one back in full piece I'll do what I can and um Jax looks at you um Z is like now I still owe you drinks for uh, that little mess up we had earlier. So if you're willing to get drinks when you get back, let me know. Um, I think that Z would raise an eyebrow and then give a curt nod. And she is in soldier mode. <laughs> Sorry, um, something dropped. Um, so yeah, uh, you're all climbing into the ship. Who's piloting it? Uh, I think that Z would naturally gravitate towards the pilot seat. Uh, if that's cool with everybody. Uh, actually, I'm Captain. Uh, would you like me to take the helm, or...? You and Rel decide between the two of you. Whichever feels most confident, go for it. Box, paper, scissors, Rel. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, you, you can, you can pilot. Fantastic. Here I go. <laughs> She's already halfway there. <laughs> and when you get to the pilot seat, you realize that it's kind of made for somebody not your height. And it's like your head doesn't even reach the console. She uh, starts looking around for buttons. How do you lower this thing? Come on. Uh, There's going to be a switch here somewhere. Uh, give me a perception check. An eight. <laughs> So it takes you almost five minutes to find it. Um, it's like those old computer chairs where you have to like pull the um, 
handle up and then like stand up a bit so it like reaches up with you okay but the question is is the captain and the crew going to give z five minutes to fuddle with this thing or is rel just going to come over and take the seat <laughs> that's a good question rel, rel would come over and try try and help like uh maybe is it like or is this is this no that's uh So yeah, instead of uh, five minutes, it, take, it takes you like 30 seconds to find the handle and you're like slowly raising the chair up so you can actually look over the console and see through the blast um, window. I'm sorry, I was fussing at my dogs. <laughs> uh, you were able to get the, the, the chair up and to where you can actually reach the console and, and see outside the, the view screen. Fantastic. What? Uh, thank you. Well, uh, I appreciate that. Alrighty, everybody in your seats, buckled up. And, uh, Captain, on your word. Whenever you're ready. Um, Three. Go ahead. Two. One. Blast off, 23. Um, you, you are able to get the ship lifted off on the, on the, on the pad through the force field um, door of the ship. No trouble whatsoever. It's a nice and smooth ride. You don't even feel the transition from being in, in a place full of oxygen to the void of space. It's such a smooth transition. And you're floating in space and you're aligning the ship along with the course that Jormungandr gave you. And you still see every once in a while like a warning pop up on the console warning how you're so close to the sun but you just like do a manual shut off of it after like the third time because yeah yeah uh, we know it's hot out here shut up <laughs> uh, pretty much that like it's just saying warning uh heat um too much for the like the armor of the ship or anything like that but you trust the um the course that Jormungandr gave you and you're getting to the planet and you kind of like instinctually like brace yourself for like some sort of turbulence like whenever you do a re-entry on a planet but then you remember there's no atmosphere on this planet because it just came out of this it, the photosphere of the sun any gas that was on this planet has been burned off and even though you're on the dark side of this planet it's still bright you honestly thought to yourself, like, you're, like, on the daylight side, but be for being how close you are to the sun, there's still a lot of sunlight available for you to see just fine. And after about half an hour of following this course, you eventually see this braggy-looking building. Like, it looks like parts of it have been, like, slopped off, like, melted. Like how ice cream sometimes gets when you like let set out in the sun for too long. And you honestly think this can't be it, but the course shows that this is the temple. It's just maybe not as nice looking as you were probably hoping. And with that vehicle proficiency, you land just in front of the of the temple. No problem whatsoever. You get a nice flat surface. No jostling whatsoever from the landing gears. Just a nice parking on the dime, basically, with the ship. Ha! Ah, you sure this is the place? Looks kind of dingy. Well, it's um, been stuck in the sun for a while, and 
no one else has been here. I don't, I don't know. And someone did something weird to it, so. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Well, we're here, everybody. All Thank right. you for riding on the Z-Express. <laughs> um, so when you uh, open the, the hatch bay doors on the back of the ship, uh, you are instantly bombarded with the heat um, coming from the planet. You've already have your void suits fully activated, helmets on and everything. But my god, the heat is almost unbearable. Even on the dark side and you with your sh the void suits shielding fully activated, it still feels like somebody's in the sauna with you and cranked it to full. Like you're already sweating within the third within 30 seconds. As Juniper says, the air is very spicy. <laughs> In Texas. <laughs> I only think of the meme as like, why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, you're on this planet. Um, if you look onto your NIS, you still have about 10 hours left. Okay, well, we you gotta are... do this fast. Yes, fast as possible. Okay, um, well, um, so you all just leave the ship, and even the ground itself, like, as soon as you hit your feet on it, you know how sometimes when you're on the beach and it gets so hot, you're, like, doing the, the, the dance when you're, like, trying to, like... Yeah, the hot, hot feet. Yeah, hot feet dance. It's like that. Um, I'm pretty sure some of you are, like, handling it better than some, like, the, the two tieflings in your party are just like, oh, this is a nice summer day. No, Martle is setting a very fast pace. That way, the non-tieflings, the squishy, easily burnable folks can get <laughs> out of a, at least some of the heat as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And... Squishy and not burnable. <laughs> Well, um, she's concerned for you too, but slightly less so right in this current situation. <laughs> rolling along while the group's rushing. Tail wagging and all that. So you guys are now. <laughs> Um actually, um that brings up a good point. Uh Rel, Theron, and Z. Um when you Get the chance. I need a con save from all three of you. Oh, good. I am good at these. You get a plus a four. Oh, good. Okay. So He's I have a plus really three not. to this. He's not good at these at all. Uh, so that is a seven. That's a, <laughs> that's a fail. Con check or con save. Con save. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> a four. Uh, that's an eight because you're within eight. Eight of me. Yay for They're me. not doing too hot. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, Z's the only one that saves from this, and it's only like a ten-minute walk to the temple. But um, Rel and Theron, you are so exhausted from the heat, you actually start feeling like you're burning and taking the level of an exhaustion. Hey, that's I oh, I forgot to remove it from my sheet last. From before, 
<laughs> well, buddy, I, I, are you okay? You're not looking too hot there anymore. Well, that you're I'm supposed very, to be like into this shit. I'm very hot. <laughs> hot. I'm it's glad to hear that your opinion of yourself has been rising. <laughs> oh, <laughs> much like the temperature. <laughs> exactly. So you eventually make it to the temple. Um, when you get to it, even though the majority of this building looks like it's been in disrepair, the door is still in immaculate condition. You don't understand how or why, but when you look at it, I need everybody to give me an investigation check. Oh, this is going to go great for me. Ha! Cool door. Eight. Investigation. Ten. Wow. That's uh, with six. disadvantage. Right there. That's a pretty cool door. <laughs> Great door. Um, the only one that seems to see it is um, Juniper. When you look at this door, you see there's various depictions of a sun. Not like in scientific uh, graphs or anything like that, but like artistic de depictions of it. Almost like various stages of the sun. Like it's small, big, and large. Almost like it's showing the it depiction it's depiction of a baby in a manger. Wow. Done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, um you see it like go from tiny to big then small. Um but then you see other depictions of it where it's you see sun rays coming off of it, you also see it with no sun rays. You also see what looks like to be just a plain old rock. Like, for some reason, there's a rock um, on this depiction of a sun. Sorry. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we've all lost our mind. <laughs> for, for all those who are listening, uh, our Discord chat is just being bombarded with sun pictures. One specifically being the Teletubbies' uh, baby son. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, the heat's it's just getting to us. Yeah. It's all in the heat of the moment. Uh... <laughs> I swear, Clarence's uh, job in life is just to make me groan from puns. Yes. Clarence was a dad in the previous life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Matt's getting a little heated. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the sun. Yeah, you see, you see, like various depictions of it, but for some reason, there's like on the very bottom right, just a rock, like a big rock with potholes in it, pretty much. It's from Indiana. Oh God. <laughs> There's the puzzle answer right there. <laughs> I'm very bad at puzzles. So yeah, you that's... guys say anything interesting up there? Oh, oh. sun, sun. Okay, the, I, I see lots of sun. The the life stages of a sun. Oh, that sounds interesting. Let me take a look. If it turns into a black hole, then it's not as interesting. Nope, another eight. 
Um, actually, you're going to have advantage with this um, because Juniper brought it up. Okay. A 20. Nice. Technically a 24 because you are within 10 feet of me. 24. Wait, that's I thought that's just for saves, though, I thought. Oh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> a 20. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Z, when you take a look at this, you start noticing like certain pictures um, of the sun seem to have like dust over them. When you move them, you realize that these things could be pushed. Like there's like a recess into them. Oh, hey, it's like a button. She would like to try to push one. Uh, which one would you like to push? The first one she notices is like that. Um, that would be the one that looks like it's a full artistic rendition of the sun. Like, has, Perfect. like, the, the, um, the sun rays and all that. When you push into it, it doesn't feel like anything's happening. Like, it doesn't even go in. Uh, like, something's, like, locked in. And, uh, after a second of having your hand on there, give me a dexterity save. Eleven. Um, with uh, fourteen. That is enough. Or fifteen. Um, sorry. You start feeling like your hands getting warm, and you realize it's starting to burn your hand, and you pull it back before it actually burns you. Ah. Okay, that's hot. Uh, she is going to try to slap on the other buttons she sees. Uh, Martel wants to try and stop her. <laughs> <laughs> beep boop beep beep. Uh. Give me a uh, acrobatics um, there, Z. Um, well, I mean, if the captain tries to stop her, she will stop. But okay. the captain, yeah. how is the captain going to try and stop her? Are you just uh, like going to grab her, or are you going to? Martel's reaching for her wrist while also saying, "Maybe we should have those of us, you know, take less damage from heat. Uh, do this." Oh well, okay. Um, yeah, so these are buttons, I think. I don't know if they have to be pushed in any specific order, but they're a little dusty. And she steps down and, like, like ushers to the door. Okay. So you think that these are stages of a sun? Thanks. Hey. Um, seems possible. I am going to draw these real quick for you. Please. And sorry for this. I'm a terrible drawer. Where? The circles of life. Oh. Oh shit. The sun is just a bunch. All of right. Circles. So for those of you who are at home listening to this, <laughs> we've got a circle on the left. We've got a little kid's drawing of a sun kind of thing. Circle with the little hairs coming all the way out. <laughs> Hairs? You could say so, rays. You don't have to say hairs. Looks like hairs. <laughs> so is it just those two? Oh, okay. Hold on, he's he's finishing. I'm not good at drawing, okay? Dude, hey, drawing got, on roll uh, 20 is difficult. Yeah. And that's coming from an artist. <laughs> okay. It's like when we play Jackbox and Clarence breaks out our drawing pad, I'm like, you son of a... Because... We're over here with point and yeah. touch, and yeah, it's ugly. So, okay, circle to the right of it, a sun. Uh, ah. Below this circle is a small circle. 
below that is a very big circle. Oh, with, with spots. With spots. Like a moon. Like a moon. And come on. Is that the one? That, is that the Charlie Brown one? Yeah, because he <sighs> caught like 16 holes in his costume to make a ghost. Yeah, and then, you know, when he gets candy, he got a rock. In another circle, but this one seems to have like waves coming off of it. Let's see. Let me reposition this. And they're in this this sort of organization? Yes. And you see like here, here, and like where you would see like in those spots where it looks like there would be other. There's well, nothing. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's completely blank. Um, I need to finish this because okay, so marking the blank, blank spots. spots. Thank you. Whoa. Is it like an eclipse? Um, it's supposed Does to look like... like a linear conversion. Uh, one second. Um, I'll bring up an actual image of it. Yeah, that'd be great. It's supposed to be like an explosion. Yes. Like that. Where is that? In the cockpit. Um, it's, a, it's supposed to be like a supernova. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, so it is like a life cycle of the Okay, sun. so we've got that first one. Does it look like to us like no sun? Um, this looks like like a medium size. Like this is what you normally see as a normal sun. The, the right. one in the middle. Gotcha. This is it, but with no sun rays. This is with okay. it being smaller. This looks like a piece of rock and then okay, that rock it. yeah in this piece of rock with waves around it, what looks like to be an explosion oh shit and the rock is bigger though or are all all three of these over here the same size they're supposed to be the same size that's cool okay except for yeah. this one, except for the yeah. one of them is specifically smaller yes yeah Jennifer, I, I think that life cycle makes sense and, and she's those, looking at it with her head tilted. So these are all buttons that have these on them? Yes, these are all buttons that can be pushed in. Now, the other ones that have nothing that were marked by Clarence, mm -hmm. those are not buttons? Those are buttons? Those are not nothing. buttons. There's nothing there's, on them. There's nothing there. Mm -hmm. So is it, a, is it an X and Y axis? Well, no. Sorry, got a tough one. Okay, so with, I mean, we just started the small one, and then it gets bigger, and then it blows up, and then it's uh, dead. Well, right? Um, let me do this. <sighs> yeah, but where's the be... asteroid come in that process? Well, then, it, then it's just dead at that point, right? Because it explodes, that's when it's dying, and then it dies. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. So you're saying it goes one, two, three, four, Rel? Uh, well, I thought, uh, no, I was going to say the, it starts out small and then it gets bigger and then it has rays and then it explodes and then it's a dead rock. So it would be four, one, two, three, five. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. Uh, Martel will push in four, one, two, three, five. Or the, oh boy. The small one, then the slightly dimmer, then the standard sun, then the supernova, and then the rock. Theron steps behind Z. <laughs> uh, 
when you go into that sequence, you actually hear a rumbling. And the door actually separates. And then you see the doors themselves go up into the wall. And you see another door before you. But this is, looks like almost completely steel-like, but with a very artistic um, sun, like, big ball of energy with the rays coming off of it. Like number two. Yes. But it's, like, more stylized. It's more like a raised piece of steel off of this door. And you see in the middle a hole. And it's at, like... head in there okay don't do that what we see what else do we see uh that's it that's all you see is like so uh, in the middle of the sun is a hole yes it's up to where it's like normal height like it would be for somebody can easily put their arm in it looks like um around five nine six foot i will walk over to it and see if i can look into the hole uh give me perception 21. Why do you think I went over there, dude? I know. I was like, why Why do I even bother? <laughs> yep. Um, it's a very small cylindrical place. Like, it looks like your arm can easily fit in there. But what you would think would be like a door handle, all you see is like a handle, like something to grip on. How far, does it, how far is in, in the handle? Um, easily, easy to reach, like for anybody trying to re put their hand in there. So there's a handle in here, guys. Does it look turnable? Uh, you can't really quite tell with the way it's situated. Can I check for traps? Uh, give me an investigation. Oh, poopy poop poop. Uh, <laughs> okay. An 11. It looks it's completely bitch. safe. Yeah, um, you're exhausted. <laughs> That's right. It looks safe. Yeah, it looks completely safe. There is a handle in here that looks turnable. But I wonder if the Sundiver has anything to do with this, or is this just anyone can turn it? I don't know. Last well, time I, we had I'll, these kind of puzzles. Well, I can try it. Try I it with your metal hand. <laughs> yeah, so yes, was... that... <laughs> yes. Rel reaches his left arm in and Tries to turn the handle. Okay. Um, oh boy. Well, with your metal hand, you always know there's like a special type of sensor on the metal itself. Like, even though you don't have any actual nerve endings on it, you can still feel things on it. Like, you're still able to feel things with it. Right. Um, you noticeably feel heat being generated um, in your hand. Not like, oh my god, this is going to burn my hand off heat, but it just slowly is like, it's like holding a cup of coffee. Mm. And nothing that first happens. Um, I was going to give you advantage for these because of being a, a sun diver, but since you're exhausted, just treat it as normal. Give me a wisdom save. Not wisdom save, wisdom check. Wisdom check. 18. You feel like this almost feels like the metal is conductive in what you would feel like when you use your electrical attack with your 
with your arm whenever you use the um, your special um, shock attack. So I think something might happen if I try and shock it then? That, or maybe when you, like, use a, a key point into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that role will Watch try it. and... <laughs> Do flurry of blows. Yeah. Kick the shit out of this door. <laughs> Rel will spend a key point to zap the door. Um, when you do that, it's not the zapping part that seems to be affected by it. It's you chaining your key. Mm-hmm. And what happens next is it's a little concerning because what happens is something kind of clamps around your wrist. Like it's locking you in, pl- in place. Uh-oh. Oh my god, that was completely <laughs> unintentional. I just realized what I did. Hey, key to unlock a door. Like a key. What, what have I done? <laughs> anyway, um, it doesn't hurt or anything like that. It's just you're kind of locked in with us. But you then start seeing almost like something like is revealed off the sun, like something's like sliding off. Like a track is being revealed. And if you want, it looks like you could push your arm with this track. Okay. Uh, yeah, Raul's going to try and do that. Uh, when you follow with it, you lock yourself in place and it's stuck. Like it's waiting for something. Hmm. Do I need another key? Um, you okay there, Brad? Um, I, I, I'm trying to, uh, unlock the the door. I think like everybody seem kind of stuck. Yeah, everybody that's watching this sees you like move from one, from the middle of the sun to the side of the sun, like you're following something. Only the husband's go going? up and down. Um, it's, up or... it's like a sweep. Oh. Hmm. I can't like move it, move it like all at this point. Yeah, your arm is like locked into this thing. Sweeping, like Is it the robotic arm? Can you just detach it? <laughs> I prob I probably could, um, but aside from the issues with doing that out just randomly, um, it's it also hurt like hell. Yeah, it's also inside my suit. Can you oh, yeah. swing back to the left from the center? Can you go back? Can I go back? Um, you're completely locked in. Like when you try to move, you can't. Uh, give me another wisdom check. Okay. I mean, the the my immediate thought is to try and channel some more key into it. So I'm going to try and do that. Yeah, do that. Okay. Uh, you see another track reveal itself, but you also see you also see like something around your foot reveal itself. Like your foot can go into this. You're gonna end up being a door. 
Um, well, we all knew that Rel was adorable. I was going to say it, but oh. I was going to wait for, wait for oh. Dad to come into there. <laughs> uh. well, better that than being a doormat. I mean, fair, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, don't even, I don't even blame pe- listeners if they stop listening right then. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you talking bad. about? I'm genius. Yeah, I am a that's genius. Why they, that's oh, why they no. listen. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they like are, my bad puns. So you can put a foot in the door. Well, it's like something's like been moved off of like on the floor. It's been opened up. Like his foot can go into it. Become the door. So Rel, Rel, Rel looks at that and says, So to open the door, I have to play Twister. Um, <laughs> Rel, I'm going to have you roll a wisdom save because something or, seems odd about this. Or the hokey pokey. Put your right arm in. You put your. Well, you can't take your right arm out. 10. You know, with the 10, I'm going to give it to you. Um. <clears throat> At first, you thought you were just doing like a random sweep, like you're unlocking something. But then you started to realize something when you did the second action and the, and the foot revealed itself. It almost feels like a technique you might have learned long ago um, from your old order. Mm. Almost like a kata. Oh. Uh... We can dance if we wanna. <laughs> so yes um you moved your arm once down um for after the sweep and there's this foot thing that revealed itself okay uh yeah if Raul remembers this dancer well, it's not exactly what you've done before. It's just very similar. Like, you know how, like, all mm-hmm. most, like, some martial arts have, like, a very similar technique to something? Right, right, right. Okay. So, yeah, he's going to uh, put his foot on this foot thing and uh, move his arm at the same time. Okay. Um, when you start doing this, things are moving along eerily easier than normal like it almost feels like the door's teaching you something and the door actually starts like letting you in like the door itself is not opening it's like kind of like shunting itself open like you're still attached to this thing but it's pulling you in inside the temple and more holes and crevices like where your feet and hands would go into start making you go into different steps of this what appears to be a kata of some sort and the more you follow it the easier it's moving in this door into this door and further and further in you go you're actually starting to feel more comfortable with it and the heat doesn't seem to bother you as much and you realize soon after like you make a full rotation around this door and when you do a 360 and get through this door, the whole place is opened up before you. And everybody behind you sees this basically a tunnel where Rel was going through. Martel has been watching like a very anxious hawk this entire time. Mm-hmm. And then... I think Z... Sorry, go ahead. 
I'm just going to say, once the door is open, Martel just pauses for a second and says, Nice work, Rattle. And then ushers everyone inside as quickly as possible. <laughs> Z would have been standing there, like, sweeping her hands and her feet, like, very badly trying to copy what Rel was doing <laughs> as he was doing it. Like, oh, this looks... It, it feels very clumsy compared to what he was doing. Oh, I'm very sure. Yes. She looks stupid as hell, I'm sure. <laughs> and when you finally all get in and Rel, you detach yourself from the store, you see it, cl- like, not closed, but just kind of, like, meld itself back together again. But there's still, like, a hole where your hand can go into it. And when you look um, in this interior of the temple, it almost seems kind of big, bigger on the inside, but you know that's not physically possible. It's just more of, like, maybe they just carved it in a way to where you had more space than what you thought possible. Mm-hmm. It, like, in the very center, you see what looks like to be some sort of training ground. Beyond that, you see... What looks like a place to sit for meditation, but along these walls, you see various figures in different poses of a martial art that you haven't seen before. And the first one is in the starting position of what you just did with the door. Hmm. Do we all have to strike a pose? <laughs> she well, strikes pose. <laughs> or do you have to go through? Do you have to go through it? Well, give me a perception check, Theron, even though I know you're going to, like, pass it. I'll get a 21, at least. Let's mm-hmm. try it. Perception. Oh, you're at disadvantage, though. Still a 21, because I yep. had a 24 before. <laughs> um, You see, like, there's a hallway past these statues. Like, it doesn't go straight right away. It's more of, like, it curves, but then you start noticing that it actually goes down. Like, you see a gradient on the floor, like, it kind of, like, shows you that you're going to walk down if you follow this hallway. Right. So I'll just say, hey, uh, there's a hallway here. All right. Then shall we check it out? Uh, Probably. I don't see anything up here that looks like anything's wrong with it. But um, there's nothing wrong, Rel, but you just kind of feel like kind of connected to this place. It might be because of what you've been through your life and what you learned of being a sun diver, what little love there is, but you just feel connected to this place. Like almost like something's wrapping themselves around you like a welcoming hug. And the heat doesn't seem to bother you as much, like almost to the point where you don't feel exhausted anymore. Yay! Yay! I'm gonna take the exhaustion off. Wait, does, does Theron also no. not feel exhausted? <laughs> Some of it itches. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Theron just called out to you guys and told you about this hallway. Yeah, and Juniper meant uh, Juniper. Jeez, uh, Martel mentioned it. Um, so I'm gonna head that way and start heading down the hallway, unless. Rel starts leading us. No, I mean, you start going down the hallway, I'll follow you. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to, you know, 
go down the hallway quietly and then keep my perception, you know, around me. Um, you are, <laughs> um, you are going down this hallway. You see various other hallways branching off, but they look like to be like sleeping quarters, maybe a mess hall of some sort. Um, you see what looks like to be artwork in one room. And a lot of it's like statues. Some look like paintings. And, but overall, the main hallway just keeps going unless you're stopping somewhere. Uh, there's, there's, so there are, there are things leading off that hallway or it's just one big hallway going forward. Yeah, it's one big hallway, but like I said, there's like little doorways that show rooms, like ha- like sleeping quarters, mess hall, okay. pl- things that store like relics of some sort. Um, nothing that appears to be like deeply needed to be investigated. It looks pretty mundane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the hallway just keeps going down and around. Like it's going like almost like a circular way. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm just going to keep going if I don't see anything that looks incredibly important and no one else wants to stop. Yeah, Rel's just like looking in any doorways we pass. Okay. Not really um, stopping, just, you know. So um, after this, it looks like it takes like 15, 20 minutes and you're just going around and around and down until eventually you see another door before you Another pristine, it's not metallic like in a way that you saw when you passed the, the sun puzzle in the, the little dance puzzle you had to do. Um, but this one has colors to it. Um, you see, let me um, get my notes here because I have to be very specific on this. Uh, here we go. Um, you see circles and there's like one, two, three, four, five, and six different colors. One's purple, one's blue, one's green, one's yellow, red, and a deep purple. Like a vibrant. Purple, blue, green, red, and violet? Yeah, violet. Purple, blue, green, red, violet. Purple and violet? Yeah, because violet is deep purple. Mm -hmm. So there is that. Purple twist. The colors on there are five circles with mm-hmm. five colors. Yes. Purple, blue, green, red, and deep purple. Mm-hmm. And they're not like in that order. It's just like what it kind right. of strikes to you. It's just like purple's in the top right, blue's on the bottom left, and oh, green's in the middle, red's in the top right, and so on and forth. And I'm going to go ahead and just give it to you based off of your perception. You see this these are like movable, like almost like you can be rearranging okay. them. Okay. So it looks like we have to rearrange these somehow. Archie Biv, red, <laughs> green, blue, indigo, indigo. Yeah, they, they actually removed indigo from that. So Is it really? Yeah. So now I'm going to move these around uh, and put them in that order. Red, green, blue, purple, light purple. Um, When you do the last one, I need a deck save from you, Theron. Oh, shit. I messed up. 
finding it. 19. Uh, um, 23. You, 23. When you do that and you grab the handle, you start feeling the handle starting to get hot. I let but, go. Yep. And switch uh, the purples around. So red, green, blue, light purple, purple. Uh, can you type that? And it's like... Yeah. Red, green, put in roll 20, glue, blue, purple, light, purple. That's either the first time. That's either the first time? Yeah. Well, I'm switching them around then. Red, green, blue, light, purple. I thought that I did. And mm -hmm. purple. Boom. Yeah, violet. Yeah. Um, when you do that, uh, give me another deck save. Yeah, this is not work. Uh, Ooh, uh, 11. No, 15. Uh, you... No, you don't have disadvantage on saves. Oh, I don't? No. Okay, so 17. Yeah, you pull your hand back in time again. All right, well, I don't have the... Wait. What, I... what if... Hold on. Sorry. I am... Oh. No, I was thinking maybe flame temperature, but that's not right. Red, green, blue. Wait, blue, I don't green. know that you might have something there. Blue, green, red. But no, it's, hmm. that's the. I, that's how I always remember. It. That's that. <laughs> that's the, how it's lit up in the spectrum. Yeah. Oh, poopy. Blue is the coldest. And then, uh, well, actually, with fire, blue is one of the hottest ones. Perhaps, but what if we're going temperature-wise in terms of like a thermal reading? Wouldn't blue be the coldest? Oh, like if you're looking through thermal goggles, what from the inside out? Oh, from from that then yes it would be blue and then green and then probably uh, one of the purples I don't know which one violet purple red potentially but I think someone who is not heat sensitive should do this, and Martel is just giving Theron a stink eye. <laughs> well, I can do it, I, I, but I'm fast enough to get away from it. That's the only thing that, you know, I, it's up to you, but this is, so this is the, the, the red, orange, yellow, green, purple, blue, green, green, blue, purple is the order in the color spectrum based yeah. on, uh, Light waves. Right, above. Yes. So yeah. you're going red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple? Yeah. There is, there is no yellow there or is, orange. Or orange. So mm -hmm. we'd have to go red, green. That's what you already did, though. It's, it's exactly the same as it's what you did. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the color spectrum. I think it's some other color organization. It would make sense for it to be some sort of infrared thing yeah, because of the sun yes thing. 
So okay. which one you want to go with? The temperature of fire. Uh, blue is the hottest. After that is yellow. Then orange. Green. Then yeah, red. But There's no green in it. Green only happens if you add other stuff to it. Yeah, copper. I think in copper, yeah. Why don't we go with Z's idea of I mean? thermal ranges? So what are you shooting for? You, you put two out there, Z. What colors you want? I'm thinking purple, violet, blue, green, red. All right. I will. Or... I'm looking at you. You're the captain. I can get my hand away from it fast enough. I'm... I don't want to doubt you or undermine that, but I am worried about what will happen if you don't. Make a call. That's all I need you to do. Uh, I need to roll something for myself. <laughs> I'm just going to roll it to Matt. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What number do I want to do? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I had decided that 10 and under, Martle would start to have a panic attack. But I rolled a 19. E so e instead, Martle just takes a very deep breath and says, go for it. Good job. And I turn around, and once we get it all in place, I'll move the handle. You hear a clicking, and the door moves. Good work, <laughs> Z. Good work, Z. I couldn't, well, I mean, the captain said the flame thing first, so uh, go, captain. Well, good work to both of you, and good call, captain. Let's go. And it's a very long hallway. Like, for some reason, it's, like, way longer than what any of the rest of the hallways of this of this temple was and when you get in like further in you are getting warm like warmer than what you are even were in on the surface of, of the planet when you were coming to the temple and when you get further down, you start seeing there's a light coming in. Like, it's very bright to the point where the polarization on your helmet start activates. Oh, Jesus. Like, we're and, welding down there. Yeah. And when you finally enter this room, your nids light up and tell you that the temperature in here is beyond anything that should be possible like for you to survive but somehow you're in this room when it says it's 15 million kelvins and it's giving you readings that the majority of because what you're seeing is a huge light source that's not only 15 million kelvin which i don't know what that is in fahrenheit um fuck ton yeah okay but what is it in uh what is it rankine yeah, random ass. Well, I Calvin is oh here we go. Calvin here we go. is Celsius plus two hundred and seventy three. Yeah. It says in here is the equivalent of twenty seven million degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, cool. That's that now, pretty hot. That's, Why are we in here? 
But the thing is, you know, when you read your nids, that shouldn't be possible because you all should be dead as soon as you see this thing. But when you look closely, there looks like to be some sort of force field in front of this. But you also see on your nid giving off a reading. Not only is it 27 million degrees Fahrenheit, it also has a large amount of hydrogen in it. Like almost 600 metric tons worth. And it's converting it into helium. Um, okay. So this is the core of the sun. Well, it's it's a min it's a mini sun. Right. This is a, either way. Yeah. No matter what it is, it's extremely hot. It's extremely dangerous. What are we doing here? Z, I think would take a step, a cautious step back. Mm hmm. Um. You also see um, Rel, specifically you, like you're naturally drawn to this. Um, there seems to be some sort of like pedestal in front of this basically core of a sun. You don't know if it's like an actual miniature core or it could be from the sun for some reason. Don't know why. But on this pedestal, it looks like to be an anvil of some sort a bucket, a hammer, um, those tongs that you would see for heavy, uh, for molten metal. But you see standing on this anvil what looks like to be a tube of some sort. Uh, Rel walks over and looks at this tube? Give me perception on with advantage because you are like extremely drawn to this thing. Um, can I also do a dex to see if she can zip around and move in front of him? <laughs> uh, go for it. Okay. Um, I don't know, because she's got her, like, she's got her movement speed of, like, 100 and something. Mm-hmm. So, should I roll for dex, or do I, we just assume she makes it? <laughs> um... What are you trying to do? Like get in front of him? Or are you trying to grab yeah, it? Yeah. So essentially, no, she's trying to zip in front of him as soon as she starts seeing him move towards it. Arms out like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 we don't. What are you doing? Well, it's. Oh, there's something over here. I'm trying to look at it. What? We, we, we're trying to figure out what's going on here, right? You, she raises one, like one finger up above her nose and goes, you don't. Touch it, yeah. You're 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 not gonna touch it, right? I, I was I was gonna go look at it. Looking with the eyes, she does the two finger thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think she would like s cautiously step aside, but walk with Rel to look okay. at this thing. So Rel, when you get up there, and with your perception of twenty four, you see. You soon realize it's not a tube. It's actually a pommel. Like it looks like somebody had an unfinished sword on here. And you also see on the not the pommel, but the, a handle of a of a sword. Mm -hmm. But on the pommel, there seems to be like a switch on it for some reason. Uh, Rel reaches out his hand 
Uh, this goes to smack it. <laughs> uh, I need two competing acrobatics on this. A 23. Oh, well, 18. I uh, said no touchy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the sun diver, Z. And we're standing in front of a bomb. Again. We're standing in front of a sun. What did we know what about this thing that does that to that thing? There's a force field. Maybe that takes down the force field. Poof, we all go. We don't know what this thing is. Y'all all been talking to guys. How do we know that they don't want us all dead? It won't hurt. It's 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 a sword handle. I'm just going to look at it closer. Can I use telekinesis fucking see? <laughs> <laughs> it's a small object. <laughs> That's not how this works. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Right, we were here to talk to someone, not pick up swords. Uh, no, we're here to fix what Barnabas did. How are we gonna do that? <sighs> well, I gotta figure out what he did. Z, I think at maybe this he point, did something to the sword. <laughs> I think Z at this point like slumps on the ground just just completely like and just throws up her hand and just is slumped in defeat on the floor in front of this thing. Like go on. Okay, Sorella's gonna pick up the sword handle. Okay. Um it feels perfect in your hand. And like I said, there's a small switch where the pommel would be attached to the handle. Uh, Earl kind of like looks at it and then flips the switch. And yes, Jason called it. Um, <laughs> you suddenly see glowing, uh, glowing, like not like a like a lightsaber, but it's like a slowly reaching from the handle, this purplish light. It's like a border of a sword just suddenly like pops out and it looks like a long sword, but it's like a purplish border of it and filling inside this border is the shimmering coalescent blade. It's almost the same color as what you see on this map here. Like there's like stars in this in the sword. It's a dark sword. Legally distinct from a lightsaber. <laughs> Actually, they're called glimmer blades, sir. Glimmer that... blades. We were in the right month for a name like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> glimmer yeah. blade. You hit people and uh, craft herpes comes out. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Hello? Is that what you think being queer is? Oh, Yeah. Because I'm straight and I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> but, poor but, soul. But let me tell you how to live your life. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, Jason, he said glimmer, not glitter. Ha. Oh, glimmer. Sorry. Sorry. Start, keep going, Matt. I'm sure it's cool. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, the moment's been ruined. Um, so, yeah, you got yourself a glimmer blade. Like, it's glimmering and shimmering, and that's where we're ending the episode tonight, folks.
I think that uh, I think Z would have like immediately the minute that Rel picked up the thing, she would have just like hunched over, like covered her head, like she was a like convinced they were all gonna blow up. And so at that point, she'd be looking up through her arms, like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Darren, you're cute. Oh, sorry. Uh, what was said? I was talking to myself. Pardon? Episode's over. Episode's oh, over. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, hi, my name is Theron, and this is your. Well, be... that's it for this week's Adventures in the Celestial Expanse. Until next time, you can support CE on Patreon at patreon.com/slash/celestialexpanse, and you can find us on Instagram at CE Expanse Podcast or on Facebook at Celestial Expanse Podcast. You, the listener, can give us a help. Can help us by giving us a like on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, you can find me at Werewolf W A E R W O L V. Uh, Jason, where can the people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Diomedes underscore industries. Matt? Uh, they can find me on RP underscore G Gamer. And I actually do have some news to talk about today. Ooh. I have officially started up the P.O. box for Celestial Expanse. Hell yeah. And I will put in the address if you, for some odd reason, you want to send us stuff. I don't know why. Um... You can. I'll put the PO box address on the show notes, so you can do just that. Awesome, Natalia. Any news? Uh, no news because we've been kind of busy lately. But uh, you can find me on Instagram at London's underscore Studios and on Twitter at Indie Portfolios. That's the letter N and the letter D. Ben, you can follow me on Twitter at the Void Man. The O is a zero. Boston. You can follow me at Hidden Grotto, capital H, capital G, those are zeros. And remember everyone, in space, no one can hear you scream. Or be dumb. <laughs> just <laughs> like, just launch when you're rolling the podcast. Has nobody oh. seen Indiana Jones? <laughs> <laughs>